Hey, intentional people, before we start the show, I want to tell you about a resource that I know that we can all benefit from. As go-getters and goal-getters, sometimes we get stuck, hindered, or find ourselves needing help in one area or another. I know personally that I lived for many years hindered by the opinions of others, which led to many insecurities and setbacks. It took so much more than prayer to get me out of the funk that I was in. What helped so much was that I talked to a licensed therapist who helped me get to the root of my issues so I could build myself back up to see myself as God sees me. I began seeing therapists on a consistent basis, which helped so much. This is why I'm excited to tell you about BetterHelp.com. It is a secure online professional counseling service that is available for clients worldwide. Check out BetterHelp.com P-O-P for 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com P-O-P. Let's get into the show. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Progress on Purpose, where we believe in intentional, purposeful living. We are a community of people who seek to be intentional about how we think and behave towards an intended goal. We are currently in season two of the show, The Journey to Wholeness, and I'm so excited for this season because I don't know about anybody else, but if this is your, if you've been listening for a while, you know that this season is the season to get right. Like, this is the season where we talk about the things that help us to truly make progress on purpose and being intentional about getting healthy in whatever way, shape, or form that that means. If this is your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope that you stick around, so go ahead and subscribe and continue to make progress on purpose with us. And if you are a pop listener, welcome back to your favorite podcast. I know that you've already subscribed, rated, and shared the show with your friends and family. Continue to do that. Listen, the goal for 2020 is to have 20,000 downloads and at least 1,000 ratings by the end of the year. And I know that we can make this happen. So go ahead and give us that five-star rating so we know that this show is impactful for you. I would like to take the opportunity to introduce you to today's guest, Ms. Josie Payute. Excuse me, Dr. Josie Payute. Josie is a curator, visionary, and motivational speaker for conferences, also a philanthropist, host, and the CEO of New Jersey Kids Fashion Week. Her purpose is to be a beacon for our youth, mothers, and womenpreneurs with a vision that needs to be stopped. Josie's mission is to create opportunities for those who are ready to stop holding their visions hostage, but not sure where or how to begin. She assists them in releasing doubt, fear, and negative self-talk by embracing the gifts that God birthed them with that no one can take away. With an illuminating soul and a heart of gold, Josie creates community events, workshops, mentorships, and conferences 
where all nationalities, creed, and color are invited to come together to inspire and influence positive world change. She encourages transparency, authenticity, and to never give up on your dreams without a fight. Without further ado, I present to you Dr. Josie Payu. Hello, Josie. Welcome to the Progress on Purpose podcast. I'm so excited that I could have you join us today. More than anything, it brings me great pleasure to have a platform to share all of the awesomeness that you bring to the table with the world. And after today, so many more people are going to know just how awesome you are. They're going to know your story as it relates to your journey to wholeness. And I'm sure that you're going to inspire people to live big, dream big. You've accomplished some great things. And I I admire you for that. I just have to share how we got connected. So, oh my goodness, this must have been about mm, five years ago or so when I started sewing, I actually met you through your work with the New Jersey uh, Kids Fashion Week, and I connected with you there, but we still kind of were, you know, we we knew each other, but you know how you meet someone and you're like, oh my God, they're amazing, but then you don't really uh, have too much conversation. You just know that you want to interact with them, and so I'm grateful to know that you're a part of my community where I could call on you to have this conversation. I see the work and the, the, the different things that you do on social media or through social media. And I admire you for how you show up as well as, um, not only as an entrepreneur, but also as a mom, I see the work that you do with your son And I'm just really honored to have you on here today. So thank you so much for joining us today, Josie. Thank you, and I appreciate you for having me on. And I'm proud of you as well for the things that you're doing and the voice that you get to provide through your podcast. Thank you so much. So I have to start here. Um, You talked about this in your bio. You said, look into Josie's eyes and you will find a warrior with a servant's heart. Her happiness and confidence were not gifts that were earned, but worked hard to achieve with resilience from pain and emotional breakups. Can we dive into that a little bit? Tell us about your story along your journey, as well as how it relates to the work that you do now. Well, what I I mean by that is growing up, because my parents are up here, It's always been a struggle in regards to going to school and people teasing you, not only about your nationality and your background, but also being a dark-skinned female Mm. growing up during the time that I was growing up, going in school where more so light skin was in than dark skin. So I had a lot of complex issues in regards to my skin tone Mm -hmm. and then me always being thicker in regards to being shaped compared to some of the other girls in school so being teased and people talking about you when you're younger it really affects you mentally emotionally and physically which a lot of times being young kids don't always understand that and then when they get older is when it hits home because they realize some of the things that they have been saying or doing at that time and until they can connect the dots and say oh well, I was that person to do it. Nowadays, they call it bullying. 
back then it wasn't necessarily that it was just people just teasing you and you kind of sort of had to fight your way through it and deal with it. So when I say that in my bio is because I've like physically and mentally at one point was drained because I was dealing with it for so long that it actually messed with me in regards to feeling confident about myself. I'm wanting to be in the same room with people that are just like me or wanting to be in a room of people that knew more than me and me feeling as though that I deserve to be in these places. Um, so once I finally got the confidence and know that I can embrace who I am, love the skin that I'm in and be in the same room and have the certain conversations with people that um, either I know more than or they know more than me that I get to I deserve, excuse me, to be there as well is what really built my confidence. And not only that, through the organization that I have with New Jersey Kids Fashion Week, I promise I get older, that I'm going to provide a platform for kids that look like me from my community and want to do different things when it comes to fashion, etc. Because I've always wanted to be in that industry, but because I was thicker and a little shorter and I was dark skinned, that wasn't in at the time. Now, of course, it's in, mm -hmm. but back then it wasn't. So I was able to create a platform back in 2015 through New Jersey Kids Fashion Week to pour into the youth and New Jersey Kids Fashion Week started. I think that's really, really cool because you took something that was painful for you and you turned that around to be able to inspire other people. And there are so many people like you and I who were teased before it was called bullying, right? They were teased or we were teased because we weren't a certain color or we weren't a certain size or our hair. This whole hair thing has been very interesting. Actually, one of my friends today on Facebook posted about how her daughter um, who I believe is in the eighth grade or ninth grade got teased because she wore her natural hair out. And you would think that in today's climate where natural hair is no longer or black natural hair is no longer such a stigma that people would be more educated behind it and that they would um, be educating their children to know that their hair is beautiful and that, the, you know, they're beautiful. You would think that, that that wouldn't be going on in some of these schools and it's happening by other black kids, which I think is is crazy. Right, but it, right? Just, it just goes with like society, what social media is showing our kids, YouTube, TV. Um, when you have cartoons that are promoting, showing our kids that bullying is okay, what do you think our kids are going to do? Right. We're showing cartoons and happening on TV, prime TV, social media, regular TV, where you're, you, you have people talking about the African-American people what do you think our people are going to do mm -hmm. when you don't know any better and you're not educated in certain fields or don't want to get educated in certain fields, then guess what? You're going to continue the ignorance and it's unfortunate because same thing as well. And they think that the ignorance is cool when it's not. Mm -hmm. And personally, I have an issue with that. So that's why I try to do what I do and pour into our kids mainly because I feel that it starts young. Mm -hmm. And if you could get them while they're young to change their mindset 
and show them that although they're seeing these things take place in school, TV, YouTube, social media, whatever it may be, doesn't make it right. And then you should inherit that behavior. Mm-hmm. Lane, create your own path. Do your own thing. Be the difference. Don't be what everybody else is doing out there or see or do what you see other people doing. Like, be the different one. Were you the different one when you were coming up? So you you talked about how as a kid you were teased. When did that turning point come for you? Was it in your adulthood where you realized, hey, I'm big, I'm beautiful, I could do everything that anybody else could do? Where did that confidence start to roll in and how did you navigate through that? I thought for me, honestly, it didn't start until high school mm-hmm. and then rolled into me going into college. Because I started playing sports when I was in the sixth grade, and that was an outlet for me. So I started playing sports when I was in the sixth grade. I started playing basketball and softball. Mm-hmm. So through that, I still had, you know, self-confidence issues, but I didn't really. My outlet was to put all of that either on the basketball court, on the field when it came to softball. So as I got older, went into high school, started meeting different people. And then, of course, when you get to high school, you have the guys that are like, oh, you know, she's cute. She this, she that. Mm -hmm. Then you're like, okay, so if they see it, it got to be something there. So why? If they see it, I don't see it. So then I started having a little bit more confidence in myself and then playing sports just because, of course, when you're an athlete, then the people are paying attention. And then they're like, yeah, did you see Josie doing this? Josie doing that? And then the guys that I was talking to or dealing with around that time were also athletes and they were like popular athletes. So now the girls are like, well, what do they see in her that they don't see in me? So Mm -hmm. that gave me like a confidence boost because it's like, okay, well, they see it and they're popular and they're playing sports. So I need to get it together. And then as I started having conversations with other modeling and doing different fashion shows, then the confidence started building because it's like, other people are embracing me, so I need to embrace myself. Mm-hmm. I need to be more comfortable in the skin that I'm in because other people are seeing it too. So I shouldn't be so, so hard on myself. So then I just started giving myself those power talks, um, embracing the fact that people wanted to be around me, people were complimenting my dark skin, and people just loving me based around me. I just really started to embrace that and took that and ran with it. And so that's what really built my confidence. And then also having a brother that unfortunately passed away, having him in my corner and then pouring into me was like, listen, sis, like you shouldn't let that bother you. You're Mm -hmm. beautiful. You're this, you're that. So that was the, the real push and my turning point between high school and college. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's late. It was late. Your turning point wasn't until high school and college. It's like, wow, like you literally sacrificed all those years of beat down. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a learning lesson. Yeah. I um, I love how you talked about the power talks because and I know that's something that you you highlight when you speak, being able to have those conversations with yourself that pushes you to your greatest potential what are some things that you 
now that you're further along in the journey and you you have gotten to the point where you are more confident, what are some things that you said to yourself that helped you to get over um, that hump as well as what are some things that you say to yourself on a daily basis? Well, on a daily basis now, what I say to myself is that I have to continue to speak life into my vision and speak life to myself. Because if I don't, no, no one else will. So in order for me push and do the things that I do, I have to pour into myself first before I can pour into someone else. Because if I'm not believing in myself or like adding value to what it is that I do, then it's like it defeats the purpose. So one of the things that I constantly do, and I also do with my son, which is 11 years old, is when I wake up in the morning, the first thing that I do before I brush my teeth or do anything is pray. Like that alarm clock goes off at six o'clock at six o'clock and I'm just saying Lord just thank you for waking me up this morning yes. thank you for blessing me with another day just thank you for life thank you for the person that you created mm-hmm. and thank you for continuing continuing to put me in position to meet people to pour into people and then also help people execute what it is that they want to execute in life so that they can be the best person or themselves. So speaking life, not only into me, but also speaking life throughout the universe to other people is what help pushes me. And the reason why I have those type of conversations is because when I host and do different events, I always try to connect with the audience. You know, a lot of times you have a whole speech prepared, mm-hmm. a whole itinerary prepared, but then when you're in the in the room, mm-hmm. basically like you're basically G and what people want and need. So I'm one of those. Like I'm a feeler and a visionary. Mm-hmm. So I try to always make it my point to pour or leave someone with some type of information or insight to try to make them think more so about what it is that they want to do or more or less pour into their vision. Because I feel like that's one of my purposes in this world. So in order to continue to do that, like you said, I have to constantly give myself that and then give my son also that power talk because I just think that it's needed. I'm not saying like, you know, a lot of people are not so like religious or they have their different beliefs, but I truly believe that there's someone of higher power that is your guider. And then you have to constantly connect with that. You said something that jumped out to me. You said that you believe that that is your purpose. And I want to know, would you say that you discovered what your purpose was as a result of some of the hardships that you faced? Or were there other life experiences that helped you to see what your purpose was? Um, Definitely through my life experiences um, and going through the things that I've been going through um, or that I've been through. Um, definitely helped me discover what my purpose was. And I'm still learning, actually. Yeah. Because every day I'm discovering something different about myself. So it's just process. But one of the things that I know for sure is that my purpose on this earth is like without a doubt, I feel it like in my soul is to continue to pour into people and help them execute their vision or their dream or whatever it may be. 
whether it be through conversation, whether it be through me hosting events, whether it be through me posting events, whether it's through me having events or just a simple conversation that my purpose, my vision, and then just having a conversation. Um, and like I said, I just, I discovered that through my life experiences and then also just being in tune with myself and then just owning who I am and not running from it. I love that. One of the things that I've recently discovered and it's just like, it was in my spirit and my mind. And then when I went to church, my pastor confirmed it for me was like, you don't have to be behind the or pastor to get your message across. You can get your message across via conversation. You don't have to get your message across by being behind the pulpit. You could get your message across via conversation, via social media, via having events, because that's one of the things that I've struggled with. Because you know how, like I said, I don't know what it is, but my life right now when it comes to having conversations and doing different things and I was always afraid of I'm like I don't want to be behind the pulpit I don't want to be a minister I don't want to be a pastor because of just like personal reasons but I needed that confirmation mm-hmm. for my pastor to say to me that you don't have to get your message across by being behind the pulpit you're putting these positions and you're doing these events and you're encountering these different people because the message that the message that you need to give at that particular moment, they get to receive it in that moment in whatever environment that you're in at that particular time. And I really had to own that because I was really afraid of it. I'm going to be completely honest with you. It's something that I was completely afraid of. It's scary. But I've just learned to embrace it. And for me, it's like, as long as I'm speaking from the heart, then the message is getting across. I love that. Um, And you're right. It's scary, especially stepping out, doing something that you are not confident within yourself at first that you could actually do it. And sometimes I believe God puts stuff in our faces or he puts us in situations where we have to truly depend on him in order to execute like there is no other way that we're going to be able to execute what it is that we desire to do um, unless we depend on him and I also think that that is why I mean this is just my opinion I think that is why people like you and I because I share that um, same vision when it comes to helping other people execute their vision I believe that that is why God trusts people like us with that type of uh, mantle because we're able to put aside things that we want to do in order to rely on him to help other people bring that vision to pass. And it doesn't mean that our vision is not going to come to pass, but you know, it says something to be able to help somebody else execute their vision. Yes, I agree 1000%. Because also when you help someone execute their vision, believe it or not, you're still getting a blessing from that as well. You may not see that the moment or like whatever your thoughts is about it. You may not see that the moment, but it's going to come when you least And one of the things that I've learned, especially through New Jersey Kids Fashion Week, what I've experienced, because this year was my third year where I included 
kids with autism, excuse me, Mm -hmm. from Nason's place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that actually had me like on a different high or had me like really like listen to what me for years now and being different and being okay with being different was when the kids from Nason's place, excuse me, saw me and I did my toy drive because I do a toy drive every year through New Jersey Kids Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. And a couple of the kids were like, Miss Josie, I just want you to know that you changed my life. I am more confident now. Embrace who I am. I love who I am. I'm starting my t-shirt line and I'm not afraid to talk about it and share it with anyone. Then they presented me with this book of all the pictures that we took together, the fashion shows that they participated in, the different events that they were doing. And if I didn't do anything else that year or last year, I can honestly say by me just having that fashion show, and being able to kids so that the other kids that participated in the fashion show embrace them and know that although society and statistical wise, they say that they're different, technically they're no different than you and I. They right. get to be included in fashion shows. They get to be included in sports. They get to be included in everything that's taking place for kids with no disabilities because it's not their fault that they were born this particular way. They are just different for a reason because for them to be different to tell their story. So who are we to judge and not be inclusive? So I do what I do because of things like that. I don't look for awards. I don't look for, you know, the big thank yous and all that. As long as a child or a person or anyone that I encounter can honestly say, Josie, by your conversation, or by your inclusion, you did this, you made me do that, now I can start my business, now my kid is, uh, uh, has an LLC, whatever it may be, guess what? I get my satisfaction from that. Yeah. yeah. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I really, truly do. Mm, I'm just looking at how, it's almost like a full circle moment for you, and I, I can see it so clear, like how you're, pain from being teased led into your confidence and the confidence that you developed ultimately uh, caused you to be a servant to other people. So it literally walked you into your purpose and you are filling a void um, in so many communities because like you said those children and I've worked with the children one year they're phenomenal some of the the best moments that I had from that that particular show and I think it was like two years ago is seeing some of those children walk down the uh, runway and I remember earlier in the day when we did the rehearsal they were very timid and shy but because we rehearsed it because we prepared them we gave them the confidence that they needed um you know verbally and we also showed them exactly what to do throughout the different rehearsals throughout the weeks when that show started they were so hyped and ready and just like 
given everything that they had. And I had such a great time um, participating in that particular year. So I applaud you for the work that you do and for how you are serving um, and how you allowed what your particular situation was. Um, you didn't you didn't let that cripple you. And that says so much about you. Um, tell us a little bit about the the motivational work that you do and how that got started. Um, the motivational work started through um, just hosting events and I started um, not only my fashion show, but with the um, the Black Brunch with the founder of that, L'Oreal. So I started hosting her events and connecting with different people. Yes, I love L'Oreal. As I was hosting, I know that's my girl. <laughs> as I was hosting and doing her events and then people hiring me to host and do their events, um, they're like, you really need to... You're like a motivational speaker. You need to do more than just host. And then I started like looking more into that, doing um, workshop through the school. I did a couple of career days in the city of East Orange at certain schools. And I'm like, you know what? This, you know, I, I need to tap into this. And then from me tapping into it, connecting with certain people, then to be honest with you, it just expanded from there. It's definitely like something that I woke up one day. I'm like, okay, I want to be a motivational speaker because to be honest with you, as much as <laughs> you confronted people and encounter different people, I'm really shy and people find that hard to believe, but I'm really shy. I find it hard to believe. <laughs> but when I get there and I know that I have to serve a purpose and I know that I'm there for a reason, then all of that goes out of the door. So I guess that's like a gift in disguise as well. But that's really where it all started, just by me hosting events, networking, doing different things. And I'm like, this feeling. So let me take it to a whole nother level. I love that. Can you tell us a little bit about some current goals that you're pursuing and how you are being intentional to achieve them? Yeah, well, currently what I'm doing is, of course, I'm working. This is going to be our fifth year for New Jersey Kids Fashion Week. Whoop, whoop. So I'm whoop, working whoop. on that. So I'm like last year and the year before we showed up and showed out. So this year, because I set a different tone in regards to the fashion show, a whole lot in store this year. So I'm working on that. Um, I have my Women Empowerment Brunch, which this year will be our second year. That will be hosting um, May the 16th at Express Newark. Um, so we're working on that. So that's something that I'm actively working on right now at this moment. Mm -hmm. Also, I started writing. So I'm working on my book. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, day by day, I just jot some things down and then eventually put everything together. So if not this year, 2021, it'll definitely be released. And last but not least, yesterday I had a meeting um, in regards to um, a podcast. Um, I was going to suggest it. Because <laughs> I've been getting approached and people like, like, when are you going to do this podcast? And I'm like, no, it's so saturated couple of shows and see how it is i had to like get out of my head because you know that's like one of your in the head moments mm -hmm. and you're talking yourself out of something that 
was given to you. Mm-hmm. So it was just like one of those moments. So yesterday I'm like, you know what? My brother was like, let's go. I'm like, all right. So we went and had a meeting about that. So I'm, I'm actively thinking about it. And most likely I'll get it going. But yeah, that should be coming soon. I just want to highlight, and I, I, I didn't gloss over it, but I, I skipped it for a second. I do want to highlight, though, the fact that your brothers, and I, I'm not sure if you have, sure you have sisters, as, sisters well. as well. I do. I'm just so excited for for you and your family and how everyone seems to support one another. Like, I think that's so dope and so cool. So shout out to your entire family. I think I know you. I met one of your brothers years ago, but I, I could just see the love even in that relationship when I saw you two together. And I mean, it was brief, but it was there. And, and I saw it. I witnessed it. And I know it's obvious that you have such a strong network and village. So shout out to you guys and shout out to the work that your parents put in to um, create that type of environment. All of that goes into the person that you are. And speaking of which, we um, do have a pop quiz as we wrap up our um, conversation. This is something that is designed for you to talk about the first couple of things that come to mind. So no worries. You don't have to worry about being super perfect, um, but you do have a pop quiz. And then I would like you to share how people can connect with you and um, find out more about how they can work with you because you have some great insight and you're able to do the things that a lot of people can't do, which is execute a particular vision. Are you ready for your pop quiz? Ooh. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Transparent moment. I'm out of my head. Let's go. Yes. Okay. All right. So the first question is, in three words or less, describe your journey to wholeness. Mm. I am a powerful, connected, and loving woman. I love that. I stand for all of those things and then some. Yes, yes, I love that. Me too. Um, the second question is, what does progress along the journey look like for you? Progress along the journey looks like for me, um, like one of the things that I mentioned earlier, as long as I continue to be present and transparent and stand and believe in who I am mm-hmm. and pour into others and be a servant, then progress and everything that I am destined to do and want to do will come into fruition because it's not always just a of service and being able to help others. And once you do that, whatever it is that you want will just come naturally. I truly believe that. I do too. So the third question is what is one thing people can do to live an intentional, purposeful life starting today as it relates to your core message or the work that you do? One of the things that I stand by and like I will take that with me until I no longer, it was my time to go, I would say, is to believe in your vision and your dream. You are given a vision or a dream for a reason. So you have to continue to speak life to it because although you may not of it today you will see the results of it eventually so you have to keep on believing dreaming and seeing 
without a doubt in whatever it is that you do. I love that. I really, really do. And Josie, you are such a like sweet, warm-hearted person. I got to tell you that. I'm like sweating you right now because I, 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 again, this is maybe our first conversation, but I could just see how you are able to impact so many people and so many lives because you're just really humble and sweet and and it, you, you seem like very easy to work with. So shout out to, shout out to you, Josie. Oh, thank you. Okay, you know what? One of the things that I've learned and like I said, it's because of my experiences and like seeing my mom raising us and trying to give us as much as she can work in three, four jobs to make sure we get the best education as possible or just to be different is that the same way that you could get these things, mm-hmm. the same way that it could be taken away from you. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be one of those that, can't love up on people or pour into people or be of service to other people. Like, what is it that you're really doing? Right. Because you just never know when your day is going to come where you have to have a different conversation and ask someone for a dollar. Yeah. So whether I'm on my high horse now, there might be a day where that's going to change. And if I don't humble myself now, I need to do now, then People aren't going to want to deal with me or be bothered with me or whatever it may be. So why even go there? We all have our stories. We all have our struggles. But once you can overcome them, then you should be able to be of help to someone else to help them get through whatever it is that they're going through. And I think that's what humbles me Mm -hmm. because I done seen a lot and I've done been through a lot. And I just know how it felt for me. And if I I can help someone not felt then I'm doing my job in some way, shape, or form. And that's just how, that's that's what keeps me going. And I have a son, and to be honest with you, he's a gentle giant, and he is just as humble. Mm-hmm. And that's a blessing. It is. So, Josie, tell us how we can connect with you via Instagram, Facebook, any social media outlets, websites, as well as how we can find out more about the work that you do and potentially work with you. Um. Well, my web. Josie Payu, J-O-S-I-E-P-A-Y-O-U-T-E.com. So you'll be able to find, on my website, I have all my information, everything that I'm doing on the website. On IG, you should be able to find me under Josie P. Speaks, which I, I try to post a lot on there. And Insta, I mean, that was Instagram, right? Facebook is Josie Payu. Or Josie speaks as well. And I think that's all I have for now. I usually don't use too much of Twitter. What's the other stuff they have? Snapchat. I don't think I have those yet. But Me either. Anything they can go into my website, which is Josie P. And I have a lot of information on there that they can connect with on my IG, Josie P. Speaks. Thank you so much, Josie, for joining us today. Guys, this has been another amazing episode. I ho- I know. Not even I hope. I know that Josie says something today that resonated with you. I know for me, she talked about continuing to speak life into yourself before you can speak life into someone else. That for me was everything. Please, please, please share this message. Do not keep it to yourself. Go ahead and click that share button so that other people can be inspired by Josie's journey. And also, I hope that you will subscribe so that you can come on back next week to hear more as we continue to talk about the journey to wholeness on 
the progress to progress on purpose podcast on the progress on purpose podcast so thank you so much Josie I appreciate you we love you guys we will see you next week thank you